Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hometown Fresh podcast, the show that talks all things grocery, customer service, career development, and more. I'm Gracie, and today we'll be speaking with Bob Arthur about the Merit Profile Assessment, available to our associates for a better understanding of ourselves, our strengths, and our weaknesses. How are you today, Bob? I'm good. How are you? Good. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I was good. Do you have any fun plans this weekend? Well, this weekend, um, not a whole lot. You know, it's right before Christmas, and so just trying to get a few things finalized for that, I guess. And my grandchildren are not involved in any activities this weekend, and that's what What? usually happens with my, yes, I go watch my grandchildren do things, which are highlight things for me. So, Mm -hmm. But they're not active in anything this weekend on Saturday mostly, and so it's all good. So you get to have them like all to yourself. Well, I guess I do have the time all to myself. That is true. I do, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Are you finished with your Christmas shopping yet? Yeah, or? I just did work that out with my daughter. I give her money to go buy stuff for my grandkids. It's pretty nice. convenient. Isn't Are you going to put your name on it, though? It's oh, like... she'll put my name on it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. She knows what they need more than me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'll that's be, all, it'll be, awesome. no, it's all good. All right. Well, uh, today we're going to be talking about the merit profile, yeah. which you have spoken to me about quite a few times and then had a coworker that took it and I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. So I ended up taking one and it, I mean, I tell you, it read my mail. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool to look at and like break it down. And it, it's really just a very intricate personality test. Yeah. It's more of an assessment is mm-hmm. what it is. It's not so much of a test, but people use that term all the time. But yeah. yeah. It's not, it, there's no pass fail here. That's funny you say that it's not a test, it's an assessment. Right. Because when I had mine done, it said, okay, close the assessment, uh, you're finished, and then you're, I can't remember what it said. It basically was saying, like, Bob will send you your results. Yeah. And so my first email back to you was, did I pass? I need to (laughs) send it to me right now. (laughs) Well, Um, yeah, that's pretty common. I mean, think about it. All of us went through school for years, and so we took tests all the time, you know, while we were in school, elementary school and junior high and high school and those who went on to college, you know, you finished Mm -hmm. within the last half a year, I guess now. And so it's like we took tests out the gazoo. And so we're Mm -hmm. used to that. Did I pass? You know, so your email did not surprise me at all (laughs) because I think we all think that way. Did I pass? There's no pass fail here. Like I said, it's an assessment. Now, Mm -hmm. true or granted, there are areas that we could all work on. There's areas that we could all grow in and get better, especially in the 10 core character competency areas. Yes, there is room for improvement. There is room for growth and that can happen, but it's not necessarily a pass fail, you know, Mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll start off with just a basic question. Let's have you introduce us to the merit profile for somebody that's never heard of it. They don't know what it is. Maybe tell them about it. Right. Tell us how it works and how is it used by the company and how can people use it for themselves as well? Okay. Well, yeah, I've touched on that a little bit, but let's, Mm -hmm. I'll just back up. The merit profile is an assessment that measures our basic behavior traits or personality types, whether we are a dominant person, a patient person, extroverted, or someone that the assessment uses the word that's a conformity person, a real rules-oriented person. Those four basic behavior traits have actually been measured in countless ways by numerous assessments out there. There's a lot of assessments out there, and most of them are really good, right? Mm -hmm. And so they all measure the four basic behavior traits. So when you get the results of the assessment and you say, oh, okay, my number one behavior trait, I guess on page five, 
five is where you'll find that. Gracie's looking at one right now. Okay, so so that one right there, conformity is the biggest trait. So that's 50% of you as a person. Mm-hmm. The second one, that one says extroversion, that is another 30%. So your top two scores in the assessment are 80% of you, right? You have a taste of everything, but the last 20% are your two lower scores when it measures your overall, you know, so like that person right there is a dominant person and a patient person are the last two of their measure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and so you just get a good feel. So like I said, a lot of them a lot of the other assessments use different terminologies and so forth. But again, they're basically the same. They're going to measure those things. The difference with this assessment versus others is, like I mentioned earlier, is it goes in and it measures 10 core character competencies that apply to everyone. You say, well, how do you know? Well, the guys who put this together, and I know them, they spent the 90s and they actually went to 50 different countries. Wow. around the world. And they, they had a process or a methodology, and I'm not 100% sure what that was, but they came back from all 50 of these countries. And the basic, the 10 things that this measures came up over and over and over again from around the world. So basically, as human beings, we have these basic characteristics in our lives. Like I said earlier, regardless if we're from Japan, United States, Germany, India, you know, South Africa, it doesn't matter. All right. And so what happens is, is the assessment measures an individual in those 10 core character competencies and your basic behavioral makeup, like the conforming extroversion, that's really not going to change much. Mm-hmm. What's going to change or what has the capability to change is how you express yourself through your overall behavioral traits or personality makeup and how you express yourself through there, whether it's in a positive side of those things or the negative side of those behavior traits. So for example, a dominant person can be a really good leader and has good vision and can communicate pretty well. But on the bad side, they're like my way or the highway. They're bitter. They're angry. They will hold grudges for a long time. So that's the negative side of their behavior trait. Positive side, like I said, can be visionary, can communicate well, or almost like we would consider to be natural leaders. The people who are conforming are very rule-oriented and structured and detail-oriented. Those things are good, but they could also become very cynical. They can also become overly critical of themselves and other people. That's the negative side of their behavior trait. So how do you move from the negative side to the positive side? That's where the 10 core character competencies come in Mm -hmm. because as you grow and develop in each of those character competencies it will begin to move you to the positive side of the expression of your overall behavior trait I don't know if I could say all that again but that's how it works yeah absolutely no I think you covered it very well we'll get into some of this here in a second but I think I told you the other day I was asking you all of your different personality types like what's your Myers-Briggs what's your Enneagram like I'm one of those people I like to take them just for fun sure like I already know these things about myself I'll take these uh tests or assessments it's just interesting to look at and then even with my spouse it's interesting to compare ours and see like okay where we're the same where we're different but like you said this one is very very in-depth 
And mm-hmm. for each core character competency, each different area of your personality or of your life that it measures, it gives you 10 different executions of that yeah, personality trait. Like this person tends to be very organized. This person sees the big picture or they're detail oriented on and on. And we'll get into that in a second. Okay. But you mentioned it measures these 10 core character competencies, but each one will show up as either blue or gold. Uh Uh-huh. So can you explain that a little bit to us? Explain to us. It's got a norm. Mm -hmm. Like you'll have a personal norm and then it'll tell you your score and then it'll have a norm. So kind of explain all of that. Sure. The norm in and of itself is basically a continuous process for the thousands and thousands of people who have taken this assessment. And so whatever the norm score is for that particular competency, that's the line that either puts a person to the blue side, meaning they're above the norm, or he puts them to the gold side, meaning they're below the norm, right? So the norm is just a compilation of everybody that's gone through it. For example, before you continue, the first core character competency is make things happen. Right. So tell me what it looks like for someone to be above the norm and for them to be below the norm. Well, I think what will happen is is, uh, someone who makes things happen is someone who's pretty decisive in life. You have a decent idea where they're going. They have some goals. They have some direction. They've probably developed some good habits in their life, you know, positive habits in their life in order to make things happen that they have laid out in their life. Like I have this goal. And so they're working toward that. If they fall like in the gold area, that means they're probably uncertain about where they're headed. They don't have clear goals, most likely. They're kind of laid back. If you're a gold bar, you're probably drifting in life. Mm-hmm. If you have a blue bar, it's probably you're deliberate in life, mm-hmm. you know, and so people are usually one or the other. And so when you get the blue scores of the blue bar, it means you're definitely on the right track or you're doing things that are, you know, strong associated with that. And then again, like if you have a gold bar, that means that's an area of improvement. It doesn't mean you're sentenced to that for the rest of your life. That means there's something that you could really work on and grow on. So like if a person's make things happen and they have a gold bar, well, well, okay, they could start to develop some really good habits. They can begin to get some clarity on what their future is in their personal life, in their career. They're going to, instead of waiting around and waiting for things to happen, they're actually making things happen. They've making some good choices for themselves in order to move forward. And so if you're in a gold, it doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean right. you failed. What yeah. it means is this is an area that needs some concentration in your life. This is an area that you should take a look at and, you know, begin to grow and develop in that particular area. Yeah. So what, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this because there shouldn't be a goal in taking the assessment. You shouldn't go into it with, okay, I want to get all blue or I want to get perfect tens or, you know, which we'll talk about the perfect 10 here in a second too. Okay, all right. But what are we looking for as a company or what is a quote unquote good result to have? Do we want to have all blue? Do we want to have some of those areas of concentration in there? Do we want to have high norms? What are we looking for here? What we're looking for is healthy and a healthy merit profile will have blue bars for sure, but it may have a couple gold bars or maybe three gold bars, maybe four that maybe are not way below the norm, but maybe just slightly below the norm. If you have all blue, to me, that's not healthy. I mean, because, and I'll let you bring up the perfect 10 when you want to. <laughs> but the point is, is that when I look at a merit profile, this is what happens so our people know. 
Our district managers many times will ask me to provide a merit profile assessment to a potential candidate for like a manager trainee role or a grocery manager role, or even even if we have somebody coming from the outside that we might be considering for a manager in a department or whatever. So I'll send that. So I will look at that and then I will send back to the district manager my overview of the results and what I see. All right. And so there's several times I've just sent back to them. I've said, this is a great profile. This is really healthy and it has blue and gold bars. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause that to me, that's healthy. All right. Now there's one part of the merit profile assessment that it's actually the very first thing I look at and it's called a status indicator. And the status indicator is one through four. And a one means that an individual was very consistent in how they went through the assessment. They didn't try to skew it or anything like that. They just, and some people do, a lot of people do actually, we know that, um, try to make themselves look better than they are. But the point is, is that if I see a one, okay, that's a very positive start. If I see a two, I know this is going to happen. They probably are going to have all blue bars. They're probably going to have a couple, two or three, one to three or four perfect tens. And so when I see a status indicator of two, that tells me that this person thinks of themselves far more highly than they ought. (laughs) And that's how their responses to the questions in the assessment, through all the algorithms and stuff that they use, then we know that that's off. All right. If they have a three, and most of the time they're going to have mostly gold bars. That means that that person was being overly critical of themselves. They marked some areas that they probably should not have marked. They may have some self-esteem issues, whatever that might be. And then if there's a status indicator for, that means they're all over the map. That means they either rushed through it, they didn't understand the questions. I jokingly say sometimes they could have been inebriated when they did it. You know, you know, <laughs> I mean, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. But they're all over the map. And those are very, very difficult to really get a good assessment of that person because many times they'll get the four because they are trying to impress us. They've skewed the answers. They've or just rushed through and went all the way down to the end. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just unrealistic, you know, for the highest score and everything. Thing. So that's the first thing I look for. And then if I see a one and then I see blue and gold bars, I'm kind of going, okay, here we go. This is good. Mm-hmm. If I see a two and I see all blue bars, and most of the time I do, then I will send that to the district manager and I'll say, hey, I think we've got someone here that's probably trying to impress us. They're most likely young. I said, you know, they're just, their scores are unrealistic. They're just too high. And then mm-hmm. I'll send, if there are three, I'll say, it looks like we have a person here who's overly critical of themselves or too hard on themselves. They could have some, like I mentioned a while ago, some self-esteem issues, that kind of thing. And then I send back to the DM and I'll say, you know, this four, I, I can get a little out of it, but I have really no idea where they are. And what I've noticed, those who are listening, if you're part of HARPS, what I have noticed is, is if a person gets a four and they go ahead and get promoted anyway, they normally don't make it. Mm. I'll say this in general, and I don't mean to say this to where it's negative, but it's going to be taken that way. But if there's anything outside of a one, that means that person has some character challenges of some type somewhere. Because either they're, again, they think of themselves way more highly than they ought, or they're too hard on themselves. Neither one of those are healthy. And so you, there's something off with that person. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if they get the four, I said, well, I know they're all over the map. And many times, to be candid, many times if they have a four, we know that they are trying to skew it. 
They're trying to make it look good. They want the job. They want the position. And it's the worst thing that a person can do when they take this type of assessment. The best way to do it is go through what's the first thing that comes to your mind, hit that, and just do that all the way through. And then that gives us an opportunity to really see, you know, where a person is. No, it definitely, it was cool to see my results because I told you people typically know who they are, whether they want to admit it or not. Yeah. But there were even some things in here that I was like, ah, I'm going to know. I know what the results are probably going to be. And there were still some things that shocked me. And I was like, huh, you know, that's interesting. It's just cool to look at. Yeah. Well, sometimes people will take their, especially in the behavior trait side, they will take that page and they will show it to say their spouse or a friend or, you know, someone else and say, is this me? Yeah. And then somebody will look at them and said, oh, that is you. Absolutely, that's you. And, you, oh, yeah. and, they, and then the person goes, really? I never thought it. They said, this is definitely you. Yeah. It's, a, it's a self-awareness thing. And I think it's always healthy for all of us to have a good self-awareness of where we are and move toward, if we're not there, and most everybody has room for improvement, move toward a healthy self-awareness you know, on who we are as a person. And like you said, deep down inside, we probably have a decent idea, but getting that to the forefront and then beginning to work on those things can be a very positive thing for yeah. individuals for sure. I definitely took mine home and showed it to Callens. Yeah, And right. I, specifically, like you said, the behavior summary page. Yeah. And I said, read this. And he was like, what is it? I said, just read it. And he, the first line, he read it and he was like, is this about you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he read the whole thing and he said, that is spot on. Yeah. He was like, that's you. Yeah. So it's funny you said that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's a, not most, but many people do. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Now I will say this, that not everyone who takes the merit profile gets their results immediately like we did for you. Um, Mm. Many times we will just keep the results back until they may get a position or if they actually begin to take our Developing Authentic Leaders course, we're developing another initiative called Harps Emerging Leaders that's going to be involved with this material as well. So they may get their results like at the front end of those type of experiences. Now, I will give them to anybody who wants them. That's fine. But a lot of times I don't send them out until they're at a point where, okay, this is the best time to go ahead and give them those results because we have something that they're going to move into that's really going to help them grow and develop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to talk more about the scores. Okay. So we talked about having blue bars, having uh-huh. gold bars. Right. But then you did talk about the status indicator and how a perfect 10 is not what we want to have no. as a result. And so tell me a little bit more about that. Well, if I see perfect 10s, I saw one recently come in, right? It had four. So four out of the 10 character competencies, it says that they are a perfect 10. <laughs> this is impossible. Mm-hmm. No one is a 10 in anything. And so sometimes if they even have a status indicator of a one and still get a 10, what that tells me is, is that they're probably one or two ticks away from rolling over to a status indicator of a two. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're talking about where people are really skewing the scores really a little bit high, because if you think about it, is anybody a perfect 10 in anything? No. 
And so when I see that, I say, okay, uh, that's not uh, that's not going to work. They don't mm-hmm. get it. You get one, it's probably might be the next score down, you know, most likely is what it is. Mm-hmm. But there's, I guess my point is, in every one of these areas, there will always be room for some improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever going to, I, I certainly haven't seen anybody who have retaken the merit profile after doing some learning and stuff that has come out and they've got almost all 10s. That's not happening. Yeah. But what I have seen, though, is I've seen people, move from a couple of gold bars have started to move into the blue. This is what we're looking for. So, okay, now they've really, they've progressed and really grown in these particular areas. Some of their blue scores may actually creep up a little higher. That's fine. But it's like the perfect 10. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is what happens a lot, Gracie. And a lot of times people, it's almost like they do it subconsciously. They'll say, well, I know I want to be that way. And that's what they'll hit instead of hitting what they really are. Right. Mm -hmm. They're saying, yeah, this is what I want to be. And it, like I said, it's almost like it's subconscious. It's something that they want to be, but they really aren't, at least yet. So that's the things that people will do that will maybe, maybe drive the scores up a little higher than they should be. Or you, you hit just enough, the right number of those according to the algorithms, and all of a sudden, boom, you've got a 10 in this particular area. But again, nobody's a 10 in anything. Yeah. And, you know, you could be a 9-something. It's possible. Yeah, so... It, Hopefully there's a little clarity on that. It's that we not we don't beat people up over it, but we just know what's happened. What I do like about this, you said people want to take the initiative to mm-hmm. just improve themselves uh-huh. and grow in the company. Right. Specifically on the gold bars, we talked about how it'll give you five or ten little, I mean, blurbs at the bottom uh-huh. of it, and it'll right. tell you like how that score is reflected in your life, uh-huh. how you probably operate in the habits right. that you may have. And specifically, I like that the gold bars will tell you, here's what this person is good at, but here's the reflection of that. Like, uh-huh. here is where it can come in as a weakness. Uh-huh. And so here's why your score is in the gold. Yeah. But it specifically will tell you what things are hard for you mm-hmm. and what behaviors you have that could hold you back. Right. And so it's just very useful. It's just, yes, it's um, a good word. Yes. It's very cool to see and go, okay, I knew I struggled with some stuff, but it was kind of hard to pinpoint. And now I can see it on paper. Yes. And so I can go, okay, here are some action steps that I can take to improve this core competency yeah, level. Exactly. So let's swing back to the make things happen. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're looking at another one and say, you know, I'm just, you know, I thought I was pretty good with people, but I'm really kind of, I'm in the gold bar when it comes into zeroing <laughs> in on caring for other people. Uh You know, the Z and the maximizers, right? You know, and so, but like you said, it's good. It does give you some specific things that you can, quote, begin to make things happen in that area for your life, Mm -hmm. right? That, okay, I'm going to learn how to do this. Maybe I should read something. Maybe I should ask Bob if he's got any resources on this that could help me. And just let our listeners know, Bob probably does, all right? And so just email me and ask me. Do you have anything on? What I do with some people is is I did an entire leadership series based upon the 10 principles, right? So like, for example, make things happen. That leadership series that day was called proactive leadership. It was based upon make things happen. And I do a personal lesson and I do a professional lesson every time we had people in the room. My point is, somebody says, do you have something that could help me with this? Probably the first thing I would send you is I would send you the notes from that day with the answer filled in Mm -hmm. to where you could actually look at the one page of notes and see what we talked about in that day. And it will give you some very practical how-tos 
this is what I do to where it can begin to help them pinpoint on some areas that they want to improve on, right? So, you know, we've got a whole day zeroing in on caring for other people. That day was called caring leadership for the I that's integrate all of life, which many people would know that as work-life balance. But I've got a whole lesson on how to orchestrate your life, you know, and how you can build that into your life. And in our world, in the retail grocery world, that's probably one of the biggest challenges that we have of people being able to get, getting a complete balance is almost impossible. But how do I orchestrate my life to where different seasons at different times of years and where I can plan better to where I can, you know, get some things outside of work in place. And we have a whole lesson on that. Plus, I've got a bazillion things that I file all the time. And not a bazillion, but you understand, but I've got a lot. And so I can help people and give them some quick resources that could help them in their journey and trying to move from, say, a gold bar into a blue bar. We can help. That's why we're here, you know, to help people. Yeah. He's not lying, people. I've seen some of the files on his computer. There's like hundreds and <laughs> yeah, hundreds and there hundreds. There is. It's true. So, yeah, anytime I come to you and I'm like, what if we talked about this on a podcast? You go click, 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 and then you have something pulled up about it. And I'm yeah. like, huh, okay. Yeah. So we're covered. Yeah, we've got a lot. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I think that we're good to close. Okay. Okay. Um, This was all very insightful. I'm excited about the merit profile. I'm excited for people to hear this podcast and hear more about it. If you are wanting to take the merit profile, you can email Bob at brarthur at harpsfood.com. Yep. That's me. Awesome. Well, thanks for hopping on the podcast today and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Your first Christmas as a married couple. Yes. Yeah. Very exciting. exciting. Yeah, it is great. (laughs) It's really good. So thanks, Gracie. I appreciate it today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to Bob for hopping on the podcast today to talk to us about the Merit Profile Assessment. If you're interested in hearing more, just email bob at brthur at harpsfood.com. Make sure to like our podcast and leave a review and join us next week for another great episode.